Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Sister, how are you? Walaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, dear sister. And I am absolutely fine, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Jazakallah khair, sister, for joining us today on the Naqabi Diaries. Sister, please could you um, introduce yourself for us and tell us a bit about what you do? Um, my name is Muskan Takhtis, daughter of Jinnah Muhammad Siddhar Khan. And I'm 20 years old and I'm a, a YouTuber. It's been a month I started documenting on YouTube. MashaAllah. And, and what, what prompted you to start on YouTube? What made you want to become a YouTuber? Okay, uh, let me tell you that I'm happily married. It's been a year. And uh, my okay. mother-in-law and my husband are very supportive to me. So to get rid of boredom of a homemaker, they encouraged me to join YouTube. And uh, Alhamdulillah, it's been a month and uh, I gained a good amount of subscribers in a month. And uh, Inshallah, I will grow uh, very fast on YouTube. Inshallah. 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 So what is what exactly are you, um, what's your channel about? Can you tell us more about that? Uh, yes, of course. I just uh, film on some hijab and uh, niqab ideas for girls. Mm -hmm. And uh, I film about uh, every Friday on, every Friday I film about hadith. I post in both English and Urdu. Mm -hmm. So, as in India, people are uh, very, uh, very um, less uh, known about uh, hadiths uh, in support of women. Mm -hmm. So, people doesn't know much about uh, hadiths uh, supporting women. And uh, so, that's why I started it. So, that it will help in their day-to-day -day life. So, that's it. And inshallah, I will start uh, vlogging too when I go to my home. Inshallah. Inshallah, mashallah. That sounds really great. So, sister, can you tell us a little bit about um, your journey to the niqab? What made you want to wear it? And how long have you been wearing it for? So, I still remember the day when my, daughter, uh, my dad bought me a fancy scarf when I was in sixth standard, nearly in 2009, I guess. I was wearing it as hijab over my school uniform. Later on, me and my friends uh, tried it to wear as a uh, niqab. And, uh, yep, I was wearing it from seventh grade from 2010 as a niqab over my uniform not a complete uh, abaya over uh, just my uniform. I was wearing it as a niqab and my mother used to wear niqab. I found abaya and niqab very special clothing. Only uh, special elders wear it in my society. Uh, at the age of uh, uh, seven, eight years, no one uh, children doesn't wear it. And uh, she used to look very pretty in niqab. And as a kid, without knowing anything about Parda and its importance, I found it fascinating through watching her. And I do personally copy her signature niqab in my daily life. So just, it's my mom. That's why she set a great example for me to wear niqab. And that inspired me a lot. Allah. So how old were you when you started wearing it? 
so as i said i was in 7th grade in i might be nearly 9 years old or 8 okay. years old when i started tying scarf a hijab as a niqab mm-hmm. and uh, complete burkha uh, abaya i have been wearing it from 9 years mashallah tabarakallah mashallah You're the second sister that I've spoken to and she, um, as well from India and she said that she was wearing the niqab from age nine as well. Uh, yes, yeah, here we start wearing niqab uh, early because uh, people are friendly and they don't uh, uh, oppress her on a basis of niqab. Mm-hmm. They just uh, see our knowledge and uh, that's it. That's why. Alhamdulillah. So you never, you've never had any obstacles from anybody in your family or anything. Then it's just something that is in your, in your community. Is so, that something that is the norm? Uh, so we are Muslims from our great great grandfathers, mm-hmm. and Alhamdulillah, everyone were practicing Muslim. Mm-hmm. So no one uh, built any obstacle for me or uh, my family for wearing niqab or burqa. instead they used to support and encourage us and if they find any girl of our family in within our family if they find anyone not wearing burqa they used to ask why are you not wearing burqa you are now 12 you are now 13 you should wear burqa start at least wearing hijab they used to advise us in that way mm-hmm. and alhamdulillah i feel very lucky to have this kind of family alhamdulillah so in your community sister obviously you saying that is encouraged for you to wear the burqa to wear the niqab so for those sisters who for example they're not wearing it like you said they that you encourage them to wear it why do you think oh, some of the reasons um that they feel that they don't want to wear it or they're reluctant to wear it so if any doesn't want to wear that uh, because they might feel different from others here we don't find any difference between uh, the people who wear niqab and who doesn't because uh, here we are just upon our knowledge and uh, our character and uh, if uh, they don't want to wear niqab they better start wearing it and uh, if uh, they are forced to or uh, anything people usually don't force we muslims never force anyone uh, our religion teaches us to bring people with love and uh, care uh, we are here to support them encourage them not uh, demolish them mm-hmm. and uh, we always uh, try to attract them through our modesty and our uh, healthy nature of speaking and uh, if they want to wear they can try step by step not directly jumping to niqab they can try wearing modest clothing first mm-hmm. and um, later hijab later niqab and then burqa that cover size too so i personally feel we should never force and uh, people should come upon their own to our islam this is not the religion we bring people forcefully Yes, so have you on that note have you ever met have you met any sisters who have been forced into wearing it no i have never met any forced to wear it uh, people doesn't force anyone we muslims never forced anyone especially uh, all around the world muslims get forced to 
take off the niqab but we never forced anyone to put on a niqab and uh, if uh, this case is not uh, outsiders and it's in within the family if mm-hmm. forcing is a matter within a family mm-hmm. then parents might have not uh, set a standard to their children so they have uh, they have to force them wearing niqab or burqa when they have grown up if uh, people teach their children within the young age or uh, at least not uh, uh, they at least if they don't teach uh, if they set an example as my mother did to me within the young age without uh, having basic knowledge of farda and its mm-hmm. importance in islam i found it fascinating through my mother uh, so if uh, people set an example for their children they don't have to force anyone they, even their children will love they will come forward to wear it with a whole hearted we need not to force anyone alhamdulillah so would you say that um the niqab was a barrier like in your experience so i take barrier as a two meanings one is the most difficult problem to overcome and the other is that uh, which prevents any accident happen mm-hmm. so i take it in the second meaning so in my case uh, i would love to use the second one uh, because it acts as a barrier that uh, prevents uh, happening any accident in my life uh, i feel it's a barrier in this kind of words mm-hmm. so it prevents me from all wrong doings it prevents me from uh, ugly sides of others it prevents it protects me from uh, wrong doers and uh, it brings me close to allah and very i feel very protective so i'll take it as second meaning for the barrier mm-hmm. and uh, first meaning is a uh, totally useless because in niqab in burqa we can eat drink breathe read write travel work play have fun and do a lot of lot of activities so for which thing it acts as a barrier it's not a difficult problem to overcome so let's see alhamdulillah so on the you mentioned traveling there so have you um traveled anywhere where in the niqab have you left the country or have you traveled within the country to other areas and if so how was that experience i never traveled abroad but i did travel in local trains and buses and on my private vehicle uh inshallah if i get a chance to travel abroad i would like to go to umrah or hajj with my husband inshallah but uh, till now i have uh, traveled within my locality uh, so people doesn't even care about how we travel and it's all okay traveling in india from place to place in niqab alhamdulillah so do you feel that um, obviously being an indian muslim um and there's a lot of different religions in india can you give us a perspective like how do you think um islam is perceived in india and especially being a muslim woman wearing the face veil in light of um you know like terrorist activities for example and usually in the media at least in the west in the media when they talk about terrorist activities or terrorism they like to use images of women wearing the niqab how is it in uh, india do you have a similar um kind of media over there or like is it a different experience 
okay in india people doesn't uh, care about religions most probably and a few might do but not everyone so people here have main problem of uh, being pakistani and indian mm -hmm. they only treat pakistanis as terrorist and not all muslims of indians as terrorist and uh, yes they do use uh, niqab and uh, uh, those kind of pictures uh, and pakistani flags to represent terrorist uh, on uh, some social medias but we never treated like that uh, we are terrorist and uh, uh, i pretty guess so because uh, here atmosphere where i live is uh, not, uh, not north india it's a south india mm -hmm. and uh, people here are very friendly they love our food they love our uh, clothing they love our uh, all these sunna products uh, they use in their day to day life uh, so i guess that uh, food clothing everything uh, made a great uh, contribution to bring us together uh, we even uh, hindus even participate in our festivals they mm -hmm. eagerly wait for uh, sevaiya uh, sweet dish uh, uh, cooked on eids uh, india and they always uh, love to have our biryani mm -hmm. and it's uh, like thing they the food is connecting us you can say that and uh, we never uh, represented as a terrorist in india at the place where i live it might be different from uh, place to place uh, it uh, some not uh, side it might be different but i have never visit, uh, visited them and i don't know much about that alhamdulillah so um sister ah uh, yes can you, can you are you working at the moment so apart from doing your youtubing do you have a, any job that you do or have you have any, any experience in the workplace and how has been your experience with randani hub so i was uh, in my degree i was uh, having graduation mm -hmm. and uh, within uh, continuing my college i have uh, quit and uh, got married so quitting was also worthy because uh, i feel that uh, my hubby is very caring and uh, very supportive because normally people doesn't allow their wives to speak on uh, social medias and uh, youtube platforms mm -hmm. so i feel that quitting was also a good for me and inshallah i will start it again soon as soon as possible sorry, but uh, uh, sorry can you come again please what did you say you want to start again soon Uh, yes, I wanna start again my studies. I wanna complete it again. Okay, inshallah. So you you took a break from your studies for the moment because of marriage. Yes, because mm -hmm. of marriage, I took a break from it. And what was you And studying? Was I was studying BSc MPCS. so it's a graduation of courses uh, maths physics and computer science so okay. basically when we finish this uh, we get a certificate of a computer engineer mm -hmm. software engineer i mean mashallah so it's a course in india mashallah so what would your kind of 
Um, what's your aspiration, as in like in like job-wise? Are you is there any specific job that you've wanted to do, like while you were studying that? Uh, it's not the kind of a specific job I want to do, uh, because uh, we here uh, learn everything step by step. Uh, as I have finished my tenth, uh, I got the two options of joining. One is by PC and MPC, and we also have CEC. Three, we have very few options here. So I took MPC basically. So MPC, we have very little courses of. Uh, we can either join in BTEC or uh, in degree BSc. So I joined in degree. So that's it. And uh, if I do further. If I do my BSc uh, and later on PG, so it will be easy for me to select a field. I can join any software company or else I can join any uh, school institutions or any institution for accounts and uh, business. So I personally feel that uh, education should uh, be in an easy and selective way. If uh, it should not be like a I have uh, people can't decide at young age I want to be this and this if they decide to that will be very shortcoming because uh, it's uh, not practical at the young age to decide what they want to actually do mm -hmm. so in a flow uh, we we go in a flow that's it not what sure. comes in front of us we learn it and uh, we try to work on it so that's it so do you know other sisters who are in the field that you're working in? Is it, is it common for sisters to do that kind of job that you're looking to do? Uh, sorry, I didn't understand. What did you say? The job that you're looking to do, you said um, the computer science and software. Yes. Is there a yes. lot of other sisters who have these kind of jobs there as well? Yes, many people work in uh, computer science institutions and uh, companies of software and uh, they work in Nikhab too. Okay. And uh, it's very kind of friendly thing and uh, they might uh, take off their Nikhab in their cabin or uh, on the tables uh, for their comfort uh, as well as uh, others can't see them. Um, so... I feel that it's very comfortable when no one is watching you take off your niqab and breathe uh, easily. And if anyone is present there, non-mahiram, uh, simply draw your niqab over your face and work. It doesn't matter at all. Alhamdulillah. So, sister, in your experience, um, do you feel that sisters who wear the hijab get treated differently from sisters who wear the niqab? So basically, I never treated any hijabi different from my co-nikhabis. Everyone has the level of modesty. Even I feel that personally, I am not uh, on that level of modest, uh, modesty level. Till now, I only wear nikhab and not burkha, which covers my eyes. Uh, so I will be worried about getting treated differently from the high level of modesty and my next level of nikhab. Instead, I never judge people on their choices and wishes. And uh, I wish same should be applicable on me too. So I never treat anyone different from me. So people should also never treat me in a wrong way. They should also treat me in a right way. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. So sister, what does the niqab mean to you? I personally feel niqab is my everything because... 
uh, I feel it's an uh, it's like an armor. I wear it uh, when I go out. Uh, so it's basically a line drawn around us Muslim girls to protect us from every evil, every accident that happens in this uh, modern world. So I have seen many got bullied, got uh, um, insulted for their clothing and for their uh, body exposed to clothes. If they if they are coming out in uh, shorts or tight uh, clothes, uh, people turn their head around to check out them. Mm. In burqa, in niqab, people never turn their heads uh, around and uh, they never uh, take a glance of uh, we people in this nikhab and hijab or uh, in this abaya so i personally feel it's like an armor which no one dares to uh, indulge in a war with us of this uh, modern world and uh, it it's a connection between uh, muslim uh, muslima and a, and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that's it it's a connection it uh, makes a Allah's uh, mercy and Allah's uh, protection stronger on the woman. So it's good to wear niqab and hijab. So I will literally feel that. Alhamdulillah. So mashallah, you described it as being an armor. I really like that. It sounds mashallah. Really nice. Um, so lastly, sister, to end the interview, I'll ask you, what would you advise any sister who, for example, wanted to wear the niqab but she feels maybe not confident to wear it or she feels hesitant somehow? What would you give her as advice? Okay, my advice will be just don't think a lot. Just go for it because uh, if you don't even want directly jumping into niqab, take tiny, tiny steps and uh, don't uh, be afraid of being criticism. Uh, if you are afraid of being criticism, then build a circle around you, which uh, always support you. So as a human, as in this modern world, we can select few people to be with us. We are not forced into a circle. So select few friends that always remind you of Allah. They always support you of wearing uh, niqab and hijab and uh, they always care for you for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and uh, if you are uh, worried about people's judgment then don't be worried about their judgment only fear about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's judgment we have to answer alone Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not people of the world so don't be uh, in a kind of uh, mode uh, that what people might say, what people might think, they always keep saying and keep thinking and uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the only one who keeps forgiving and who keeps uh, uh, bestowing his mercy upon us and uh, that's it, only fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's judgment we have to wake on the day of uh, Akhira and have to answer everything to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone MashaAllah Thank you so much. That's a beautiful advice you've given. And thank you for giving us your time today on the Nefabi Diaries. Uh, mention not, I eagerly wait uh, to collab with you someday on my channel too. Oh, so definitely. thank you so I'll much for you. giving me this opportunity.
Mm-hmm. And, and inshallah, we'll put the link to your um, channel in the description box so that people can follow you as well, inshallah. Yeah, sure. Thank you for that. No problem, sister. Thank you, sister. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum wa Thank you.